Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Wenon here, another team list Tuesday, this time for round 14. We've got eight games to get through, so let's get started straight away. Raiders versus the Sharks on the Thursday night. There's a few ins, but there's no outs at the moment. And where we stand right now, there's just a position, couple of positional changes in the forward pack for the Raiders uh, with Papali and Louis, who have, um, have moved back into the starting 13. Sutton and Soliolo drop back to the bench and the only changes at the moment. For the Sharks... Um, Josh Morris returns. This sees jo- Josh Dugan shift from the centres to the wing and Aaron Gray drops back to the reserves. Jane Braley is out with a knee injury, but only for one week at this stage. And this sees his brother Blake Braley uh, to start at hooker. So before we get too excited with Blake, it, did seem, it does seem like that Jaden will just miss the one game with next week being a buy for all the clubs uh, with international round ahead. The biggest talking points here is probably that you know, John Bateman just continues to smash out massive scores, base of 50 in the last two weeks since his return from injury, and um, he's scored back-to-back tries. So he's pretty hard to, to pass up at the moment, but will miss round 16. For the Sharks, you've got Sean Johnson, which has been listed among the reserves again, but is tipped to make his return from a hamstring injury. Uh, but with a break-even of 94 and a 5 in his rolling average, his price is going to plummet over the coming weeks, and he could be a lot, as low as 450k come round 16. So I'm well and truly recommending to hold fire there. Um, interesting with uh, Wade Graham playing his first game for a while last week. He got through 32 minutes, and this saw um, Britton Nakora play the full full 80 minutes, which is fantastic. Uh, Kurt Capewell was the one that, that um, seemed to luck out with uh, just 48 minutes. Moving along to the Friday, we've got the Titans versus Warriors. So for the Titans, there's two changes to the starting back rowers with Bryce Cartwright and Tyrone Peachy coming in. They replace Kevin Proctor and also Keegan Hipgrave in the starting side. Shannon Boyd has been elevated to the bench. So for the Tiger, for the Titans, not too much to speak about really because they do have an upcoming buy. Just really that Jared Wallace has a five-round average of 66 points and uh, has been in fantastic form. Jai Arrow played just 42 minutes last weekend, backing up from Origin, which is probably not unexpected. Okay, so they faced the Warriors, and they had a bit of a shocker last weekend against the Storm. Um, good change here for Supercoach, with Patrick Herbert coming straight back into the side. He was the late withdrawal last weekend. That sees Jared Beal drop straight out to the reserves. Jazz DeVega has been replaced, uh, has replaced Chris Sate on the bench, and the only other change. So... For me here, uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek is uh, is key. Um, we're going to be looking for a fullback in round 16. But he's got a massive break, break even after a couple of shocking scores. Um, 130 this week. It's going to continue to 
you know, it's to rise, depending on if he can turn it around. Maybe not at any better uh, time than um, against the Titans this week. However, they, uh, they're not as favourable uh, in terms of the, the draw as what we would have liked. They've, they've um, conceded the ninth fewest amounts of points to fullbacks this season. But you've got Cartwright and Peachy starting on the edge. So um, they could be fun and games for Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. The other interesting point here is that James Tedesco um, is rumoured to be maybe getting a rest this week, but um, it's not confirmed nor denied. A um, few different things floating around, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll know on Thursday or Friday. That could twist our arm in terms of RTS and be forced to bring him in despite that massive break even. But if we can hold and not make the trade, he'll be, he could lose 60 to 70K over the next couple of weeks and be very cheap for round 16. The other player of interest for me is Ken Mamalo. Um, he's got a five-round average. Uh, sorry, he scored 74 points on the weekend, included a try and two line breaks. He's got a really favourable matchup against the Titans this week. They've conceded the fourth most amount of points to centre wings. So I'll be pretty keen to bring him in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a couple of options for who I'll be trading him out to. The second game on Friday, uh, the Cowboys versus the West Tigers. The Cowboys been hit with injuries again, with Mitch Dunn and Jordan McLean dropping out of the side. Um, Tuala moves to the wing, uh, from wing to centre uh, for Dunn, while Scott Bolton has been promoted to the starting side at, um, for McLean. There's not much to really say here. They've um, they've got a bye coming up, but Jason Tamalos has been in unbelievable form, and he's a lock captain selection every week. So the Cowboys play the Tigers, and there's a couple of changes here worth discussing briefly. Uh, Moses and Bai returns to the starting side, but in the centres for Mahe Fanua. He's out injured, and Corey Thompson has been named a fullback, and that could be interesting for a bit of a pod play for round 16. Let's see how it goes this weekend. And Robert Jennings replaces Thompson on the wing. Uh, Benji Marshall has been named despite suffering an eye injury. Uh, apart from Corey Thompson, I guess a player to, to watch going forward is Ryan Madison. He got through a heap of work once again with 78 points and 80 minutes on the edge last weekend, and they were all in base. So while it's pretty easy to say we want to lock him straight into our sides right now for around 16 coverage, there's every chance that he get, could get promoted to the New South Wales side with um, an injury or two in either of the remaining uh, two games. So Bybee, where they're current break even the 70s, so we don't really need to rush out and do that. And the other one, obviously, is Masters, who's um, whilst had a couple of poor games back-to-back, you've got to think that um, you know he's good enough to be a keeper for your centre wing. Now, first game on Saturday, you've got the Storm versus the Knights at Amy Park. So for the Storm, no changes, which is, uh, doesn't really surprise anyone after they uh, easily accounted for the Warriors last weekend away. From a Supercoach perspective, uh, Cameron Smith was fantastic against the Warriors with 81 points, included two try assists, six goals, and a line break assist. Uh, he's at 590k now with a break in the 60, so he's right for the picking this week and next. Just depends on your team structure. The other player that interests me for round 16 is Dale Finucane. So he's definitely a forward option for that buy round. Um, since round seven, he has scores of 67, 86, 64, 7, and a 64. Now, that seven-point performance in round one was due to a HIA, I believe, um, that he went off in the seventh minute and did not return. So he's got a break-even of 96 because of that really low score. Uh, so his price is going to continue to drop. But I think he's around about 470K now, and he's one definitely to watch for that. Uh, you know, for the next two weeks as his price does fall. 
for the Knights. They've got a huge in with Caleb Ponga returning after being rested last week. This sees Kurt Mann uh, shift back to 5'8", uh, and also Mason Lino dropping back to the reserves. Josh King comes onto the bench in place of Saulo, while Aiden Guerra, um, surprisingly, will make his return via the reserve, so not sure if he'll come onto the bench this week. But that wasn't expected for another month or so, and potentially that's not good news for Mitch Barnett, who has had a fantastic run of form and got, uh, cracked another uh, plus 60 score on the weekend. And he's been playing 80 minutes with Guerra out of the side, so it'll be interesting what's, what happens there. So I'll just say that before you go and bring in Barnett this week, it's probably worthwhile to see what impact Guerra does have when he returns. Connor Watson played really well on the weekend. Now, he has retained his spot at hooker, played at 74 minutes. Um, Jamie Bureau came off the bench for 24. But I think the um, another game that I didn't miss, I was just trying to, it didn't catch, but I was just trying to find out what happened. And, and from what I can tell, that you've got um, uh, Matt Otai, who um, came off in the 55th minute with a HIA, and this saw uh, Watson come straight back onto the field. So... Uh, another player that I'm not sure of what's going to happen in the, the long run, but um, he's certainly of interest at the moment. 422k with a break-even of negative 10. He is a player to watch. The Rabbitohs versus the Panthers this is the next game on Saturday. And for the Rabbitohs, they've got Court Cody Walker that returns at 5-8. And this uh, is surprisingly as well, you've got Connor Tracy who's dropped to the reserve. So um, they've stuck with Doohy, who um, will be retained to the halves. Um, and that was pretty surprising because Tracy did look okay. Cole Turner is back from a toe injury in the centres, and this is Dane Gagai moved to the wing. Hiroti dropped to the bench. Uh, Tom Burgess has been suspended, and this results in Liam, Liam Knight starting at prop. Uh, as we were well aware, Sam Burgess is out with a scheduled shoulder injury. will miss, I think, the next three games. That equals around about five weeks. Ethan Lowe moves from the bench to cover him, and then Alex Johnston has been named in the reserves. Um, and that could spell the end of Corey Allen at fullback. While Billy Britton uh, has been dropped to the reserve. So that should see um, Damien Cook play the full 80 minutes this week. Moving along to the Panthers. Uh, so no real changes there after their great performance and win last week against the Roosters. Um, they've now strung together three uh, wins on the trot, which is fantastic for them. Speaking of fantastic, Kikau finally put a smile on the face of long-suffering owners with a 111-point performance last weekend. That included two tries and a line break. So fantastic there. Finally something that he's he's, only, he's had a pretty poor season this year, maybe carrying an injury. Josh Mansour just keeps getting better and better for mine. Um, whilst that elusive try just isn't quite there yet, he was able to produce 76 points on the weekend, thanks to a line break, a line break assist of 37 points in base. Absolutely massive. He's had a fantastic three weeks. He's definitely a pod play for his centre wing, but misses round 16. The final game on Saturday sees the Eels take on the Broncos, who'll be looking pretty keen to avenge a shocking performance last weekend against uh, the Titans. For the Eels, uh, Will Smith has been dropped with Salmon coming back into the starting side. Nathan Brown gets his start at lock after coming off the bench last weekend, playing 44 minutes. And that Maroa um, has been dropped for Ray Stone, and uh, he'll play his fourth game of the year. The return of Brown seems to have hurt uh, Mao, I think, with his minutes dropping from 80 the week before. I think in 12 to 68 last week, Sean Lane played effectively the full 80 minutes on the Eds. So um, with that being said, I, I still see that Lane and Mao are the um, are sells this week. 
or next week they don't cover you for round 16 and I don't see either of them being keepers for the rest of the season. Clint Gutherson um, incredibly scored a zero on the weekend. He suffered a concussion uh, in just the second minute, so that really, really hurt. Uh, plenty of owners there. For the Broncos, you've got some big changes here, to be honest. You've got um, two big ins with uh, Matt Gillette comes back after being rested, and also Corey Oates comes back, back into the side too as well. He's being interest, injured, but... Uh, conversely, you've got two pretty big outs with Alex Glenn and Thomas Dearden out injured. They've been replaced um, by Gillette, and that means that David Fafita holds his place in on the starting edge role. Uh, and you've got Sean O'Sullivan, who will make his Broncos debut, former former Roosters uh, player. Uh, he's been playing the Q Cup, so uh, be interesting to see how he goes. Um, I guess from a super coach perspective, you've got Thomas Dearden, who we were all hoping was going to cover round 16. That is no longer going to happen for us. Um, so we'll, we'll need to sell him. He's, um, you know, he, he's not going to increase any more in price now up until round 16, but you've got somebody like a Sean Johnson who could be available for 450k by round 16. So I'll be making that trade then. Sean O'Sullivan, who replaces Dearden, uh, he's not, um, bottom price He's 228k. So he's going to be pretty hard to trade in unless he absolutely kills it over the coming two weeks. And then Jake Turpin, the other one for me that's probably worth discussing briefly, uh, produced a really, really good performance again. He's been fantastic since getting promoted to the starting side. And he actually keeps McCulloch out of the starting role, um, despite uh, McCulloch being the seasoned incumbent that he is. But um, despite a break-even negative 19, it's hard really to, to make a case or an argument for bringing Turpin in. Uh, with McCulloch being on the bench and those two likely um, sharing the uh, the minutes at hooker. For the first game on the Sunday, you've got the Seagulls taking the Dragons. For the Seagulls, no changes there for them. Um, just uh, and not really too much to speak about, I think. They've got the uh, the upcoming um, buy in round 16, apart from, let's just quickly, with Trevojevic. So he's got a break even now of 130. Played 62 point, made 62 points in his first game back for a long time. His brother, Jake Dvojevic, was impressive um, given he was backing up from Origin. He played the full 80 minutes um, and produced a massive 70 points in base. So that was really, really good by him. The Dragons were really impressive against the Bulldogs and um, they've likewise made no changes. Uh, they do cover round 16, so there's a couple of players there to discuss briefly. Zach Lomax and Ewan Aiken are both options, I think. Um, Aiken has got the super coach pedigree and is available for under 300k. So if he can hold down that position, then he's an absolute steal. And Lomax, he's won that goal kicking back with Jai Field coming off the bench. However, this might change around 16 when Hunt does play for Queensland. But he does finally have a break even of neg in the negatives now, which is really, really good. The uh, interesting player for me, uh, it could be a bit of a pot option, um, is Corey Norman. So... He won't get picked for Origin and is available as a dual 5'8 and fullback. Um, in round six and seven, he had absolute stinkers. One of those games was against the Roosters. He, uh, I think, he, you know, didn't didn't crack over um, twenty in either of those games. But if you exclude those in seven other games this year, he's averaged sixty eight points per game. So he's available at four hundred and forty six k, and it's not a bad alternative to Anthony Milford. The final game of the weekend sees the Roosters up against the Bulldogs, and this could be extremely one-sided. And to make matters worse for the Bulldogs, the Roosters have got some huge ins with Angus Crichton and Latrell Mitchell um, into the side after being rested last weekend. 
um, couple other minor positional changes um, in the Roosters pack, but nothing worth really talking about too much here. Have to be careful a little bit with what I say now, but there are some rumours about Tedesco missing this week, but um, just pay attention to what uh, Stiles and Wacko are saying throughout the week. Hopefully we'll know by Thursday or Friday at the latest whether he'll be rested. Um, you know, if that is the case, then we could be forced, as I said earlier, to go early on to a Vasashek, or it might not be the worst idea to maybe bring CNK into your fullback role. Uh, and then shift um, Tedesco to the reserve just in case he is a later out so you don't cop a, um, an AE. TKO, um, he's going to be one that is going to be on lots of people's radar this week and a player that I've been monitoring quite closely over the past month or so. Um, he's been fantastic apart from that round 10 score of 14 um, that was um, due to an injury. And if you exclude that from his season uh, from this year, he's got a season average of 68, which you know puts him... To- definitely into that elite category uh, as a front row forward in particular. Um, so there's one more week left of that poor round 10 score. Um, and, uh, but his, his break even should hold around about that 50 to 55 next week. For the Bulldogs, um, they have got a big name signing in this week with DWZ has been named uh, in the centres to make his Bulldogs debut. This sees Montoya shifting Montoya shift to the wing and Crichton dropped. Ogden has been relegated to the reserves and replaced on the bench by CHN, who has been the absolute frustration of many coaches so far uh, this season, particularly over the last couple of weeks. Not too much to see here for me. It's impossible to predict what is going to happen and how Dean Pay is going to line up his side every week. Um, however, I'll probably be looking to move Aiden Tolman on. Um, he was shaping out to be a pretty good 18th to 19th man, but he hasn't played more than 60 minutes in the past, I think, three weeks since round 10. So unless he's getting that, he's only going to be getting the mid-50s, which he did uh, on the weekend. So he got actually got 43, which is a massive drop down from the 60s he's been getting before that. So I'll be um, moving him on to a guy that will be covering me for round 16. So that's it for another week of the Wenens team's analysis. Um We've got a buy around for everybody next weekend, um, so it'll be a, a week off. Anyway, guys, best of luck for this weekend. Bye.